Hello again, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo. This is program number 677. If you'd like to have a copy of it, Sharon will tell you how at the end of the program. Let us know whether you want a CD or an audio tape. They're free, including the postage and handling. I've got some uh, letters. I've got the finest gospel music in the world. And I've got the finest word of God in the entire universe. But right now, let's pray. Father, I thank your holy name. I thank you, Father God, the God of all creation, all creation. Now that um, you pour out your spirit upon me in this message and that you use my mouth to bring forth the message that you would have the people in the world know. Let all the words be not my own, none of them. But Lord, let your Holy Spirit direct me into all truth, because there's no private interpretation of the Bible. It means what it says. There's no arbitrary way to understand the scriptures. We must understand it the way that you want us to understand it. Therefore, I ask that you do that, Lord God, and uh, that uh, you would bind every evil thing on earth and in heaven as we bind it here on earth. We come against Satan, Lord. We rebuke him. I pray that you rebuke Satan and build a wall of fire around and about this program and all of us. And I pray also, Lord, that you open up great and mighty doors for us. Slam every door shut to Satan. Father God, in Jesus' name I pray, and everyone says amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, uh, the very best gospel singer in the world, I believe with all my heart, is Elvis Presley. Uh, he um, doesn't make any difference what you think about him. Uh, I know him. Uh, I knew him very well. And uh, we really got to talking about spiritual things. As a matter of fact, my wife Susie and I were at his house and uh, some of the people in the church, and uh, we prayed him through. We prayed him through to the Lord. And uh, Satan just got a hold of him. I remember when I was in Nashville, I could hear the radio stations panning him real bad. Uh, because he was singing gospel songs. And it just goes to show how wicked and evil. And he says, you know, nobody wants to hear him sing gospel. But uh, every one of the records that he ever came out with in the gospel field, he won the Grammy for it. Uh, he didn't get any, uh, that I know of, uh, huge awards for singing the uh, other music, but he got Grammys for all of his albums. And um, I don't know of anybody else on the face of this earth that has done that before. He just, uh, when he was reading the Bible, uh, I told him, uh, Elvis, you know, you, he's, I said, you believe the Bible? He says, uh, Tony, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have been able to make it. Not all these years. He was still a young man if I hadn't. Uh, had the Lord the, the Bible. And um, he really wanted to study with me. He thought everybody was Jews, and I told him, no. He says, well, t 
Why? He says, I thought we're all Abraham's seed. Well, we are if we believe. But I told him there's Jews and there's Gentiles. And Susie said, come on, we got to go. I said, Elvis, let's talk about this later. He said, yes, we never got a chance to do that. But here he is anyway to sing without him, Elvis Presley. you don't have Jesus, you're lost. Uh, you don't know your right foot from your elbow. Uh, you don't know your hair from your eye. Uh, you have no direction in this world, and the Lord is uh, presently pouring out his wrath on this earth. And uh, you don't know what to do if you don't have Jesus. He's our uh, guide. Uh, I'm talking about those of us that are saved. Thank God we're saved. Thank God we have his word. The entire word of God is extremely important. Some people say that I have my favorite verse. This is my favorite verse in the Bible. You know, the whole Bible is the glue, the spiritual glue that gives us the fullness. If we have the whole Bible, we know it. We have the glue that holds us together, and we have the guide that leads, guides, and directs us and tells us where to go, what to do, where not to go, and what not to do. And it holds us together in this uh, 
turbulent world. There's, uh, everything is uh, like a disaster one after the other. And, uh, of course, those of us that are of the Lord, we don't worry about that. We don't um, pay any attention to that whatsoever, with the exception of that we see what the Lord is doing, and he's doing just what he said he would do. And so we warn you folks in the world of um, what to do and how to be saved. And that's why Satan is attacking us so much. That's why the media was, uh, the entire media, the newspapers and uh, this Antichrist newspaper in uh, Cleveland and in um, Nashville, it's just panning, tearing Elvis to pieces for selling gospel, uh, for singing gospel music. And when I was with him, I told him, Elvis, you ought to preach the gospel because, you know, you've got a lot of people that love you and pay attention to what you are doing and saying. He's uh, told me, I just don't feel I'm led for it. I said, all of us are led to uh, get saved and to read the scriptures and to pass them on to others. And so he did it by way of uh, these uh, gospel songs, I believe. Well, uh, we're into the uh, 11th chapter of the book of First Corinthians. And you may say, well, I don't like these particular scriptures because uh, they don't, I don't feel any anointing on them. Listen, these scriptures, every scripture, man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the living God. Verse, uh, so chapter 11, verse 1. The Apostle Paul said, is all constantly saying that he follows the Lord. doesn't make any difference what the Lord tells him to do. He'll do it because he was the chief of sinners. Uh, by saying this, he also was encouraging people that have sinned beyond measure that they can be saved. He said, I'm the chief of sinners. And he wasn't bragging about it. He's just saying that again. I'm saying it, that to encourage the worst of sinners that you can be saved too. Every sin that you've ever committed in your life, I mean, a lot of people don't even know what sin is. And you can't know that until you hear a preacher telling you what the Bible says sin is, what God said sin is, unless you read the Bible for yourself. So um, chapter 11 says, Be ye followers of me, even as I. Uh, also am of Christ. So if a person is of Christ, if you hear somebody, some uh, evangelist or pastor or preacher or teacher teaching false doctrine, they're not of Christ. Uh, well, we've, we've gone to that church all our lives, you hear people say. And so, uh, you know, mama came here, grandma, mama, and uh, daddy, and all the, you know, if uh, grandma was stupid, uh, Mama and Daddy were stupid to, and not strong Christians to where if they heard something that is false. Now, what I'm preaching is in the Bible. And what I'm preaching is truth because the Bible is truth. No matter what I'm telling you, it's the truth. But uh, And then you have some people, well, why do you stay in the Episcopalian church when the head of that uh, church is a, a homosexual? 
Uh, God never, ever condoned homosexuality. He condoned uh, everything else that's in the Bible. Like he gave uh, David uh, 99 wives and said, if he would have asked me, I would have given him as many as he wanted. But never did he say, I'll give you homosexuals. I'll never, uh, he never says, I'll give you as many homosexuals as you want or as many lesbians. He never said that. And it's not in the Bible. As a matter of fact, he says he's going to destroy them. He says they're worthy of death. And that's why we preach the gospel, because we have love for every creation of God. I have to have love for you if you're homosexual. I don't love your sin. I don't love uh, anything like that. You're uh, depraved. Uh, it's filthy. It's uh, as bad as you can get. Uh, so I'm preaching the gospel so that you can see that, so that you, if you want to go to heaven, that you can repent and uh, follow me, uh, Jesus said. So Paul is the same way he says, be ye followers of me, because I'm the one preaching the gospel to you and so follow what I'm telling you because I'm not telling you anything that is uh, not in the Bible be ye followers of me even as I also am of Christ I mean the body of Christ is a bunch of broken people they have uh, had it with this world and they said Lord without you I can do nothing. You're the vine. I want to be a branch in you so that I can bear the same kind of fruit that you bore. He said, be ye fishers of men. Drop your nets. Drop the things that you're doing in this world and follow me. Because uh, he said, be followers of me because that's all I do. I've given my entire self over to the gospel, even as I am also, I, I am also, or I also am of Christ. I am the vine, Jesus said. You are the branches. Without me, you can do nothing. Nothing. Because there, um, life, eternal life, is only in the vine, Christ. He says, my father is the farmer, the husbandman. That's what it means. And he says, um, and I'm the vine. I, God planted me in this earth. In other words, I, God, I am God, but God, the father, uh, has no image other than myself. Uh, he, um, all of us said, let us make man in our image. In our image, let us make man. And uh, therefore, there was no image because God is spirit. He's not a ghost. Shakespeare put that in the King James Version of the Bible. He, God is not the Holy Ghost. He's the Holy Spirit. There's a difference between a ghost and the Holy Spirit. So, you know, that sounds, a lot of people think that sounds strange to say, Holy Ghost. You know, that's a, that just makes me cringe every time I hear people saying that or singing it. 
And so I never play any records or CDs or uh, tapes or anything like that. This is Holy Ghost in it. And so uh, we must, uh, now the Lord and the Apostle Paul says, uh, you know, uh, these things that uh, Jesus is the vine and we're the branches. We're supposed to be branches in him. And if we're a branch, and the Bible talks about the olive tree, the olive tree is symbolic of the body of Christ. So everyone that uh, gets into heaven must be a branch in the olive tree. Now, Gentiles can be grafted into the olive tree. If they believe every word that proceeds from the mouth of God, the whole word of God is Jesus. And uh, Jesus said, uh, I am the word. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. And then God, uh, it says later that God, that God, the word, came into the world in the flesh as a man. And to explain God to we earthlings. They sent in these uh, different uh, vehicles to Mars and the moon. And the Bible plainly states that Eve is the mother of all flesh, all flesh, anywhere. And there's no life there. We're spending billions of dollars to find out what already has been explained in the Bible. There's no life on any planets because the Lord says that he made the earth in the fullness thereof and the heaven. Then he put the sun, the moon, the stars, the planets in the sky for us on earth. Well, we just can't believe that we're the only ones. Well, then you can't go to heaven because the Bible says so and God is not a liar. You are, but the Lord is not. You're lying saying, I always wonder what's up there. What's up in the stars? Uh, I, I, ever since I was a little boy, people say that. Just heard a guy, I have to discover. And that's what caused me to design these different or be part of the designing of these different, uh, satellites and these different rockets that are going to the, that went to the moon and, uh, this objects object that went to Mars now and is scanning all over Mars and uh, I just thought you know what do they expect to see a bunch of Martians smiling and doing a pose for everyone here well, that, there's a little vehicle there on Mars now that's taking pictures of everything and this would be a photo op for the Martians right <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> people <laughs> are so crazy for not uh reading the Bible. Be, be ye followers of me, even as I also am of Christ. I'm a follower of Christ. I'm a follower of the word of God that says there's no life on any planet but here. And there's life in heaven, but no stars. God put these different stars and the sun and the moon and planets in the air for us. Seamen can, uh, you know, check out where they're going. 
the stars are the compass for mankind when they're out on the ocean and they seem to get lost. All they got to do is look up at the stars and they can see. Those stars, the Bible says, were put there for us for signs and for seasons. We can tell when to fish by the sun, the moon, and the stars. We can tell uh, the time to plant. All we got to do is line it up, study that, the stars. You know, I suggest that you study the Bible, and you'll see that that's what the Bible says. God tells us that that's all it's for, is the sun to rule the day and the moon to rule the night. And the stars are in the heavens for signs and for seasons, and there's a purpose for them all, right? But there's no life there other than the life that God gave them for our purpose to guide us for signs, seasons, when to plant, when to fish, when to uh, buy clothing for winter, when to buy clothing for summer, spring, and fall. There's the seasons. There's four different seasons. And that's what those uh, planets are for, or the stars. This uh, red star, we've always just wondered. I never wondered about it at all. Especially after I knew the Bible. A woman that is a scrub woman. Or she's a maid, and she knows the Bible. She knows more than all you eggheads out there. Because we know the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus is the way to to get by on this earth. He's the way to get to heaven. And he's the truth that we can depend on, we can have faith in, that we're doing the right thing and going the right direction. And he is the eternal life. Now, what good would it be? All these uh, flying saucers that you see uh, in the air are heavenly beings. They're not from another planet. Otherwise, when Susie and I prayed, Susie primarily, she says, I was just recently saved. She says, after the Lord put us together, said, uh, Tony, hold hands and let's pray to see uh, if there's such a thing as flying saucers. And she was very sincere. Every time she prayed, she didn't just say, Oh, Jesus, oh, Lord, praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. She never did that. When she started praying, I would, you know, and you could uh, tell that God was listening. The heaven would open up and you could uh, hear. Uh, you could just feel the Lord enveloping you. And uh, you could tell that she really knew God and that she um, was getting through and that he was answering. A lot of people are jealous of that, but jealousy won't do you any good. The Lord held a cup out to her and said, will you drink this? And she said, yes, Lord, I'll drink it. He said, this is a cup of death. Will you drink this cup? And she uh she said, Lord, I'll do anything to give you glory. He told her that you, uh, you're you going to die then if you'll drink this cup. And you're going to be gone for quite a while. Uh, but after a while, I'm going to raise you up from the dead. 
and uh, you and Tony are going to be the two witnesses. Ah, you say, oh, you know, you people in government, you don't believe anything, so uh, you don't believe in Christ. So I don't expect you to believe in me. All the things that Christ said would be happening in this world in the last days, they're like the flying saucers and all the uh, different events that are happening on earth, all the pestilences. In case you don't know what pestilences are, that's diseases, sicknesses, infirmities that uh, won't go away, that just eating the flesh off of people. And this isn't the ending of it. There's new viruses that the quote scientists, unquote, say they can't cure. They have no uh, vaccines for them. And this is, uh, of course, we have to mention the earthquakes, the tsunamis, the tornadoes, and all the things that are plaguing the earth. And the Lord said he's going to plague the earth. These are the plagues that will be coming down in the day of revelation when the word of God is revealed and Satan's evil is revealed as well. But it's so sad that there's a lot of people in the world today that um, they don't believe, they don't read. They, they, say, they say we're having fun, fun, fun. But anyway, God showed us we prayed, and here comes the flying saucers. They really exist. And if they were Martians, we weren't praying to the Martians, folks. We were praying to the Almighty God, especially Susie. I thought this is just a ridiculous thing. I don't care whether there's flying saucers or they're not flying saucers. Uh, but I, she would say, oh, God, holy God, if there be flying saucers, show them to us. And uh, I said, Amen, Lord, praise the Lord. And here they came. But <laughs> I know it was Susie's prayers that got up there. And I just said, Amen. Uh, I was agreeing. I wouldn't have mind seeing flying saucers if there's such a thing. And we saw them. It was like squadrons of them coming down right to like one nth of a, uh, one cuter of a measure from the window. And you could hear the, them coming. You could see them far off in the distance and they would be flying at us so fast that you see them and they're right on your windshield and just grazing the windshield and going above the vehicle. This was when we were on our way to Las Vegas. And so uh, I was on a talk show because uh, Norman Kay, who was the realtor, one of the, he was one of the major realtors there in Las Vegas, uh, brought this young man, Rovan, to me to do the promotion for. And so I says, I'll probably do it because Susie wanted me to do it. She said, a lot of people in the industry think that you've gone crazy because you quit this magnificent career that you had and the popularity that you had as a uh, impresario, somebody that could take... Nothing. Like this Rovan, his real name was Jim Hahn. He was from Utah. And um, he was working uh, at a lumber yard. And I did the promotion. I mean, so before I did the promotion, the, the uh, Tropicana Hotel, they had a radio station in there. 
And uh, they wanted me to come up and talk about the promotion that I was going to do to see if it would really come to pass. So I went up there, and uh, Susie said, do it. And I, I didn't know anything, so I just did what Susie told me to do. Because the Lord told me, listen to her. She had 25 years advanced uh, knowledge of the Bible uh, than myself, and she had many supernatural experiences. And so um, we went up there, and there was a singer named Johnny Holiday that was there and several other people, and they, uh, they came up uh, in the conversation where there were several guests there, and they said, well, what about these flying saucers? And uh, Susie was standing behind me by the door, and I looked at her, and she says, go ahead, tell it. So I did. And right after that, here comes this stream of showgirls up uh, it, into the, the uh, studio. They had diamonds all over their fingers and fur coats. And they were dancers in a, a show that was there called Hello, Dolly! with uh, Betty Grable. She was starring in one of those casinos there. And uh, they said, we had supernatural experiences too, Tony. They didn't let them on the air because they didn't know what they were all about. But when I started going out with Susie, both of us were leaving. They said, we had many things like that happen to all of us. Every one of them had supernatural experiences. So I certainly don't believe that I'm the only one that has had supernatural experiences. The Lord said that in the last days he'd be pouring out his spirit in other words, his word on all flesh. And the way the Lord does that is he uses his uh, preachers and his ministers, his teachers. And we're pouring out this, uh, his spirit. The word of God is spirit and it's life. God is pouring it out through us into the whole world. Right now you're uh, being uh, influenced by what I'm saying, you're either being influenced or you're being turned off. But the Lord says all flesh is going to hear the gospel. And that's what's happening to you right now. And hopefully you're going to receive it. And that you'll be followers of me. Even as I also am of Christ. So the same message applies today as it did during the time of the Apostle Paul. And um, we're the uh, he's the vine and we're the branches. Any branch, any one of us that stops serving the Lord, Jesus said that the Father will come and break you off and throw you into the fire. Because there isn't any room in heaven for deadbeats. There isn't any room. I mean, now, look, this is the real gospel. There isn't room for you. You're not wanted. You're uh, like a unwanted hair on a woman's face. Uh, you are uh, like an alien, so to speak, if there was such a thing as Martians, but there's no life on any planet other than um, the planet itself, uh, the purpose that the Lord uh, put those planets in the sky uh, so uh, we could have a direction so far 
as planting and the seasons, the times for everything. The tides, and you can tell when to go fishing. Everybody even knows when they go down to the beach here in Southern California, if you are following the signs in the sky, that they have these uh, different fish. I forget what they call them. Anybody remember the name of those fish that come up? Grunion. Huh? Grunion. Yeah, they go grunion hunting. And you can go out there, and when the moon is just in its right place, and you know that the grunions are going to come because God's word is true. And the signs and the seasons say the grunions are going to be there, and they are there. They just come up on the beach, and people got buckets, and they fill them full. Have you ever done that before? No? Okay, well, it doesn't make any difference. A lot of people do. A lot of people follow the uh, signs and seasons. And I know the farmers do. The farmers plant when they say it's time to plant, and they harvest at the time that the stars, the sun, the moon, the stars, the planets, tell them to. That's all they're for, folks. That's in the um, book of Genesis. Amen? Find that. Okay, find out what we're just uh, talking here. So, um, so be ye followers of me, even as I am uh, also am of Christ. I am of the Word of God. The Word of God is true. Now, ye people, you're uh, a lot of uh, space cadets. You know, I, I say, what planet are you talking to me from? When I, I'm on talk radio. Incidentally, I'll be doing another interview with Greg Szymanski uh, near the end of the month here. And I pray that you all tune in. We really have some good conversations on the Greg Szymanski uh, program. You have the scripture? Okay, read that now. Genesis chapter 1, verse 14. And God said, let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven. No, but there's no flesh, though. Because Eve is the mother of all flesh. Amen? Amen. Come on, let's get your heads on. Straight. Okay, let's get them screwed on right. Did you ever try to screw on a lid on a jar and it's jaked up? You know, it's <laughs> one side is up. Then the food spoils in there. You're going to spoil too if you don't believe the word of God. So read it again. And God said, Let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven, to divide the day from the night, and let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and years. Yeah. Verse 15, And let them be for lights in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth. And but, but, but for us, us alone, what the Bible says is man that thou art that mindful of us. That everything that we see in the universe is put there for us. So, you know, don't be looking for that. Don't underestimate or don't discredit man. Because God made us, mankind, in his image, in his likeness. And you're to respect us because we look like God. When Christ appeared in front of me, I thought I'd be afraid, but because I thought maybe he's got a big head, or you know, I, I don't know what he looks like. I've seen all these pictures. Of him. He didn't look like any picture that I've ever seen of me. He had black hair, 
It wasn't that long. It was just curly black. And he was uh, about the handsome. He was the handsomest person I ever saw in my life as a man. He was the most handsome man. And he looked like he was about uh, 25, 30, maybe 33 and a half years old. And he looked perfect. I mean, it was just unbelievable. And um, so uh, we're made in his image. He looked just like a man. But a very handsome man, a very perfect man. I saw myself. The Lord showed me a vision of uh, Susie and myself, uh, what we looked like in heaven. And it shocked me the way I looked because my hair was silver. And my skin was gold color. And I looked like I was about 17 years old. And uh, so I know everything. God showed it to me. And not only in signs and wonders and visions and dreams, but from the Bible. I know that the Bible is true. Because God told me things that are in the Bible before I ever read the Bible. And so it, it uh, spring, springs right up in my face all the time when I'm reading the Bible. Okay, did you finish it? No. Read some more. And let them be for lights in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth. And it was so. That's all it's for, folks. Signs and seasons. And for light uh, for mankind. Yes, because all of us look like the Lord. And he respects himself. And he has great respect for us. Because he gave us. See, Satan was thrown down to earth. And so uh, the Lord told Adam to guard don't let Satan into the Garden of Eden. Don't listen to anything he says. Now, I'm telling you, I'm going to give you a couple of rules here. One is do not eat from, you can eat from all the other trees in this garden, but do not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Don't, don't you dare eat from that tree at all. Because in the day that you eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you're going to die. And that means spiritual death as well. And that's why uh, the Lord, uh, after Adam and Eve were going through a lot, the book of Adam and Eve have hold the record of um, what happened to them after they were thrown out of the Garden of Eden. They were fasting for an incredible amount of time, and they were weeping and mourning and finally, God came to them and says, all right, if you repent and if you believe that I'm going to come to the earth in the last days as a man, then that will save you. I'm going to have to die because of what you did. You disobeyed God. You don't disobey God. You keep your sex organ in your pants. If you get married, then you use them but not until. You will not commit adultery or fornication. You will not murder people. The Bible doesn't say kill. The real original Bible says murder. Murder means that you plan to have an abortion, that you plan it out and you call on the phone to different uh, people 
different people that are abortion murderers, first-degree murderers. Or you're not to murder anybody, you're not to help anyone uh, to die because that's murder. Well, uh, look, at I'm sick and tired of suffering, uh, these people say, put a sign above my bed saying, no feed, no liquid. They do that with babies because they're mongoloids. I offered to take all mongoloid babies. If there's anybody who wants to murder babies, I'll take them. Then what the media started saying was he wants to raise them so that they can be his slaves in fields and they can go out into the fields and uh, make money for him. I own a Beatles album, folks. If I was that kind of a weasel, uh, why would I do take this flack from a bunch of dogs? If I wanted money, I wouldn't get it from uh, people slaving out in the fields. We don't even have a farm. None of our people plant anything unless they want to have a little garden. And we have gardeners that do that, or if they want to play, uh, plant some tomatoes or something outside. But we don't have a farm. We don't have any of that sort of thing. And so you liars can shut your mouth on. What do you know about me? You don't know anything about me outside of that I preach the gospel. But anyway, um, so he says, be ye followers of me, because everybody could see that he was serving the Lord, just like people can see today that I'm serving the Lord. And I'm saying the same thing. Be ye followers of me. Listen to what I tell you. There are flying stars, but they're not from another planet. Even as I also am of Christ. I am of Christ I am of the word of God. That's what I am. So, you know, we could dwell on this first verse here in chapter 11 forever because it, everything in the Bible, uh, God says that he appointed different pastors, preachers, teachers, apostles, and an apostle is one that has seen Christ. Now, I'm not anything. Paul said he's nothing either, but Christ appeared in front of me. I didn't do anything for him to do that. When he appeared in front of me, he appeared to warn me that I wasn't reading the Bible enough, and I wasn't. And that showed me that he loved me because he was showing me that I don't read the Bible enough. And folks, uh, you people don't read the Bible either. You don't read it enough. You have your choice little uh, condensed versions you Catholics have this uh, little pamphlet that they, little, I forget what they call it. I'm not a Catholic. You know what I'm talking about, folks. Okay, then, um, so uh, other people have their favorite verses or their favorite chapter. And at funerals, they all say uh, the 23rd Psalm. Okay, the Lord is my shepherd. No, he isn't. In other words, what that means is the Lord, the word of God, is my shepherd. And because I follow it, I shall not want. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. And he says, I lead you by the green pastures. I'm not going to lead you into uh, famine or starvation or skid row. We might send you down to skid row to preach the gospel. And you may have to stay there because there's people down there that are not getting the right word of God. They're feeding people. 
Uh, they feed you food. We do that too, but we have ser- every evening we have services at eight o'clock and twice on Sundays. And after each service, we have del- delicious food. And if all Skid Row comes up to our church, and we even take you up to the church in the vehicle. And it's a nice ride up to uh, Saugus, New Hall, Valencia area. And you hear a message from the Lord. And you get a nice meal afterward, and you can fellowship with the brothers and sisters there. And it's really something that is out of this world. Completely out of this world. All right, so uh, I'm a, a, a follower of Christ, the Word of God. Christ is the Word of God. And so Christ put us here to dispense the Word of God into human souls so that they could hear it and know that it's the truth and be saved. When you say, I believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, the Bible says, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. That means believe on the entire word of God and thou shalt be saved. Well, we haven't read the whole word of God. Well, trust me. Uh, I am of Christ and uh, you will, if you study, you'll learn the whole word of God. It's not abstract any longer. You see the things that Jesus said in chapter 24 happening. You see what Jesus said in the book of Revelation. You see those things happening. You see what Daniel, God gave Daniel these visions in the book of Daniel. And you see those things happening. There's that one world government now that the Bible, uh, Daniel, even Daniel in the Old Testament and John in the New Testament tells the same story. No fornicator, no adulterer, no homosexual, no lesbian, no murderer shall enter the kingdom of heaven. But as Paul says, I was the chief of sinners. I'm the absolute chief of sinners, and if God saved me, if you repent, you ask him to come into your heart, he'll save you. Praise the Lord. Well, we have some letters here. I don't know if we even have time for it. Uh, go ahead. Where's the first one from? From Malvern, Arkansas. Okay. Let me hear what they have to say. Dear Pastor Lomo, may I begin by saying that you are such a great inspiration in my life. Now I see why the media is being so very hard on you. If you weren't doing such a great job for our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus, no one would even notice you were out there. <laughs> the Bible tells us that the media is the devil. It's the mouth of the devil. So it says Satan is given a mouth. Look that up while, uh, I'm, uh, while she's reading this letter here. Satan was given a mouth. Okay, well, Satan he has this uh, control of the government from the Roman Catholic cult in Rome. And he's calling everybody else a cult but himself. Hey, that's the homosexual and child molesting uh, church. And nobody, the media doesn't attack them. But they're making up stories about people that are real Christians. Okay, so what else does this letter say? Praise God. Amen. So keep up the heavenly work. I want to say thanks for your helping me and the offer with my hygiene supplies. I do need the help so very much. I don't have anyone on the outside. As you already know, my mother has passed on. God rest her soul. And she was all that I had on the outside. Oh, how I miss her, but she's in a better place now. 
Oh yeah, I'm trying to abstain from watching the television with all of its ungodly, sexual, and perverse shows. Yeah, turn the TV off. And uh, the only other thing on there is a lot of heresy. Uh, it's rare to hear, uh, you know, a complete... Uh, it's this Charles Stanley, he talks a good talk, but then all of a sudden he says, once saved, always saved, and that is of the devil. And so if you get saved, he just tells you you can still sin and go uh, to heaven. That's false. So, you know, turn it off. Turn it off. Then what else? And I see your ads every time I receive mail from you on your radio show. And I hope and pray that if it isn't too much of a problem, may I humbly ask for help to be blessed with a gift, a radio, so that I can hear your voice and teachings. If so, they're $27 plus tax and $2.50 for batteries. You really are heaven sent. All praise, honor, and glory be unto our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus. Now I was fasting and waiting for an answer to my prayers when that same day I received your newsletter. It answered all of my prayers, and then my eyes were opened to the last page. And it states, quote, Tony Lama Ministries provides a place to live with all the things necessary for life and all those who truly want to serve the Lord with all of their heart, soul, mind, and strength. This is what I've always wanted to be a part of. Is there any way that you can send some Christians from your nearest church to my unit in Malvern, Arkansas? Yes, yeah, send somebody over there, some of the people out in Arkansas over there to um, visit them. Okay, we have to visit people in prison. Uh, because when we do, it's the same as visiting the Lord Jesus Christ. He says that on the last day. Okay, then what else? I've also prayed to be a part of a real honest-to-God Christian church. I'm willing to live that type of life, every heartbeat dedicated to our Lord's service, even though I'm not perfect, but I finally made the right choice for eternity. Well, I'll tell you one thing. There's people say we're not perfect, but the Bible says that if we, we grow to the fullest, we're perfect if we are walking in the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus. Now, baby Christians like yourself don't realize that. Uh, but uh, you know, we have to strive for perfection. The Bible says that the word of God purifies us. The blood of Jesus takes away all of our former sins. But as we read the Bible, we become more and more perfect because the uh, word of God purges or washes and detergentizes the actual false things that we're hearing in the world because the word of God is true. And so that just makes us perfect. So don't, uh, you'll be perfect if we strive for perfection. Okay, then what? I'm trying to learn more. Please get back to me as soon as possible. You are in all of my prayers. God bless and Godspeed. Sincerely, Edward Coleman from Malvern, Arkansas. All right, praise the Lord. Now we only have a couple of minutes left. And read the scripture. Oh, the, okay, read the scripture. What Re scripture is that? Revelation chapter 13, uh, verses 4 through 6. And they worshipped the dragon which gave power unto the beast. Now the dragon is the devil. The great red dragon is the devil. So the people of the world are now worshipping the devil. And the what? Read that again. And they worshipped the dragon which gave power they unto They worship the devil which gives power to this one world government, the beast. Then what? And they worshipped the beast saying, who is, like unto, who is like the beast? Okay. They say, who is like this government? I mean, they can just take your children away and they're going to appeal it to the Supreme Court. That is it, the Supreme Court. God is the Supreme Court. All right? And so, who is like the beast? Well, the beast, this one world government, God's going to 
burn them to ashes. Okay, that's a, I say, the unsaved people say, who is like this government and the media and this uh, cult in Rome that runs everything uh, according by the power of Satan. But we're free from the power of Satan when we accept the Lord. Then they keep going. They worship the beast saying, who is like unto the beast? Who is able to make war with him? Well, I can't you tell that I'm making war with him? But it's God that's making war with him with people like myself. And you can join this Christian army yourself if you'll just accept Christ, the whole word of God. Then what? And there was given unto him a mouth speaking great things. A mouth speaking great what? Great things and blasphemies. Great things. Oh, we're going to the moon. We're going to Mars. Perhaps we'll find life up there. Putting you on a trip. There's no life there. Turn that off. There's nothing that they're going to give. And look at the pandas. These are giant pandas. <laughs> Come on. You want to look at pandas, huh? Look at the Lord. The Bible says keep your eyes on him. Okay, and then what else? There was given unto him a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies. They blasphemy because they exalt the Pope and they let these newscasters demean the actual body of Christ, the true church, the word of God. Okay, well, anyway, my time is up, and so it's time for us to pray. And uh, we can pray right now to the Lord. He'll hear you. Just say to him, so if you want to be saved, if you don't want to go to hell, because with these plagues that are coming down, you're going to want to know where to go, what to do. So, uh, And also you've got all these people, these satanic beings that are on earth, that want to destroy you before you become a Christian so that your soul goes to hell on the lake of fire. So say this prayer to the Lord right now and be saved. Say unto the Lord, My Lord and my God, have mercy upon my soul, a sinner. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God, and I believe that he died on the cross and shed his precious blood for the forgiveness of all my former filthy sins. And I believe that you, Father, raised Jesus from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. Um... I open the door of my heart, and I invite you to come into my heart, Lord Jesus, Holy Father, and Holy Spirit. I'll wash all my former filthy sins away in the precious blood that you shed for me. You will not turn me away, Lord Jesus. You will save my soul, I know, because your word says so. Your word says that you'll turn no one away, and that includes me. Therefore, I know that you have heard me, and I know that you have uh, answered me, and I know that I'm saved, and I thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving my soul. Now, just raise your hands and praise and thank the Lord, and um, this is program number 677. Just thank and praise the Lord and share and tell our listening audience how they can receive a copy, free of charge, including postage and handling, this program number 677. Go to com. Or write to Tony Alamo Christian Ministries, P.O. Box 6467, Texarkana, Texas, 75505. Or call area code 479-782-7370. That's 479-782-7370. Or fax to area code 479-782-7406. Praise the Lord. This is World Pastor Tony Alamo saying tune in tomorrow for a lot more direction to that straight and narrow way to the kingdom of God. And here's Elvis Presley to sing for you. I'm going to walk those golden stairs. I'm going to walk, walk them golden stairs. 
Cause I know my Jesus Answers all my prayers Where will I go when he calls me To my home on high I walk them golden stairs When I die, when I die Oh Lord, you know I can hardly wait To reach that sweet bye Bye, bye, bye But now I see those purple gates I'll walk them golden stairs When I die, when I die Well, 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 I'm gonna walk We'll walk them golden stairs Cause I know my Jesus Answers all my prayers Well, well, I know when he calls me To my home on high I'll walk them golden stairs When I die, when I die When Jesus says to me, well done, and all my cares are laid by, I'll lay down my sword, my battles are won, I'll walk them golden stairs when I die, when I die, when will I'm gonna walk, I'll walk them golden stairs, cause I know my Jesus answers all my prayers, when I know when he calls me. Cause I know my Jesus answers all my prayers.